what we've got here is failure to communicate. From sunny Southern California, we bring you Meet Bridget, a podcast for building confident communication and female badassery. We spotlight women who have bridged the gaps in their lives by building strong relationships and speaking their teenage dreams into reality. Welcome, welcome. Kishia here, back for another Bridge Etymology episode. If you're new, welcome to our show. Alongside my bestie and Bridget founder, Asha Gabriel, I run a confidence and communication coaching platform for teen girls. Over the years, we've worked with thousands of young women in the Southern California area in our live workshop events, and we started this podcast during the pandemic as a way to reach an even broader audience and continue our mission. Our mission is to break down communication barriers between generations of women and help our audience feel more empowered and confident through conscious and thoughtful communication. One of the quick and fun ways we do this is through our shorter form bridge etymology episodes put out every other week with the goal of taking often used words and breaking them down to expand our vernacular. Etymology is the study of the origin of words and the way in which their meanings have changed over time. We take this one step further by adding our Bridget thinking caps to the mix in order to give these words context based not only on their original meaning, but also how we can apply these oft-used words in newer and more expansive ways. Don't you think you ought to do something about expanding your vocabulary? So let's get real. In our longer format interview and one-on-one episodes, Asha and I make a concerted effort to come from a place of authenticity, experience, and transparency. Having worked for so many years with teens and young adults, we learned very quickly that creating impact is highly dependent on how information is relayed. A teen girl is just as quick on the draw as a seasoned angel investor, let me tell you. For connection that isn't daunted by questions of our validity, our tactic has always been simple. Stay true to ourselves and our cause. This requires an approach that is unapologetically ourselves, authentic, and genuine. Miles away. Gentlemen, this is the real thing. This is what you've been trained for. And speaking of genuine, it's a word we've not yet broken down. So today I'm going to get into it and see if we can't see this word in a new light. A genuine privilege, Commander. The word genuine comes from the Latin root word genu, meaning me. This root was used in the Latin words genuinus, meaning innate, native, or natural. This unlikely origin arises from a Roman custom in which a father would place a newborn child on his knee in order to acknowledge the paternity of the child. This practice also gave rise to an association with the word genus, meaning race or birth. Genus is also part of the biological classification system of categorizing or naming all living things. For example, humans belong to the genus and species of Homo sapiens, Homo meaning human and sapiens meaning wise. In the 16th century, the word genuine meant natural or proper, though these days we use it to mean categorically, without a doubt, in actuality, and authentic. Look at the date on it. This is authentic. Ma, this is a doubloon. The modern definition, as told by our friends at Merriam-Webster, is actually having the reputed or apparent qualities or character, like genuine vintage wines, 
actually produced by or proceeding from the alleged source or author, the signature is genuine, sincerely and honestly felt or experienced, deep and genuine love, actual or true, a genuine improvement, or it can mean free from hypocrisy or pretense, such as sincere, his apology seemed genuine. So how do we apply this? First of all, I love how off the wall this particular etymology is. At first glance, you might think that the root word me, from which the modern definition stems, is completely disjointed, pun intended. But I actually love that this speaks to the origin of the word coming from an age-old tradition. As a practice in ancient Rome, the act of a father placing a newborn child on one's knee was a way of acknowledging the paternity of the babe. In other words, that it was really proceeding from its reputed source. It was a way of expressing origin, and if we apply this to the modern definition of genuine, what we seek to name genuine are things we're seeking to legitimize the origin of. For example, a genuine apology is an apology we're looking to come straight from the source. We're looking for it to be authentic. That's it. <laughs> this, uh, this is the same genuine, magic, authentic crystal used by the priests of Isis and Osiris in the days of the pharaohs of Egypt. To remain genuine is to remain true to oneself and one's original nature. In a lot of ways, the modern definition is quite similar to another word we broke down earlier this season. I mentioned it previously in this episode, authentic. However, I am so obsessed with the idea that genuine stems from this age-old practice of confirming origin. To me, This practice, as applied to the word, symbolizes the importance of intent. To be genuine in thought, cause, practice, etc. requires alignment with original intention. When we think about what it means to be genuine, we can actually visualize placing a physical object on our knee to intuit whether or not it has originated from us in a way. And it, it actually allows us to visualize whether or not what we're setting forth into the world is something that's true and real, born of ourselves. We're essentially claiming whatever it is we're producing or putting out into the world is something we're willing to claim as our own. Why does this matter? In terms of the heart, it matters greatly because behavior that stems from a genuine place is often behavior that's well-received. Humans are a part of the animal kingdom after all. So we can sense often immediately when something presented to us is a sham or not real. I mean, we have our gut instincts for a reason. So creating and acting from a genuine place is a surefire way to create strong connections and build meaningful and lasting relationships. This translates to professional areas of our life as well. I think it's especially important in this new era of remote work due to the pandemic. And I mean, it seems like it's all sticking around. So while we're more connected by technology than ever, this new separation between in-person connection and daily collaboration has kind of left a void that even employers are beginning to miss. A recent Forbes article cites that the hiring and retention of employees who are genuine and authentic allows for more clearly defined and understood values, attitudes, and goals. It fosters a level of transparency of whether an environment is well-suited to an individual and vice versa. Ultimately, increased genuineness in the workplace leads to interpersonal attraction, trust, and positive social relations, just like it does outside of the workplace, all of which reduce dysfunctional relationship conflict. In California history, that's it! 
That's the connection. All this to say, when we act as though our actions are born from us, as if we are claiming them on our knee, a la the Roman tradition, we take on a level of accountability and honesty in a way that fosters connection and undoubtedly sets us apart as genuine individuals. That's all for today, folks. Thank you so much for joining me for this short and sweet Bridge Etymology episode. We are quickly closing in on the end of season two. If you haven't listened to some of our previous episodes, we have some solo one-on-one episodes, just Asha and I, where we dive into the subtle nuances of relationships, both romantic and otherwise. We have some fantastic guests. I highly recommend you go back and listen to our episodes if you have not done so already. And as always, we are eternally grateful for our listeners. See you next week, same place, same time. And that's our show. If you liked what you heard today, please like, subscribe to, follow, and share Meet Bridget with your circle. The best way to help our work here is to rate and review our podcast. We're listening and constantly working to build something helpful for you. Catch you next time. No matter what anybody tells you, Words and ideas can change the world.